Before we begin today's episode, we have our patrons over at Patreon. They are Aperba, Nate Hansen of Hansen Screen Printing, Rock the Green, Andy Herbrand, Lauren L., Paul Campaneshi, Kelby Goodman, Greg Whalen, Zach Duren, Daniel, and Cara Lighting. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights on. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sorry. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, your weekly dose of the Dairy State. And uh, today we are talking about an unsolved murder. Yeah, this not like this one was actually given to us by somebody who uh, we li- who listens to our podcast, which yes. I thought was pretty awesome. Yeah, we and had I, a write-in suggestion. I haven't uh, heard one much, of our favorite things that we get. Yeah, and I haven't heard much about this one, so we ended up referencing a really awesome article that was written and actually was sent to us. So, so we're going to shout out the uh, one of like author. the few articles that exists. W- exists. On this. Yeah, I for mean, sure. uh, so this is an unsolved murder in Juneau County. Um, hey, and we also have some fantastic. Wisconsin music we will announce that here coming up and we have another beer review and and how many locos oh yeah oh fuck yeah it's gonna get intense um hey and before we begin and get too far into this thing just another quick request if you can please head over to whatever platform that you listen to this thing on uh, and maybe even just jump over to Apple if you don't listen on that. Throw us a review. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, again, as we've kind of harped on uh, a bunch uh, in these uh, episodes, it, it essentially just you know really digs in to the algorithm. We'll show people this podcast that probably don't know about it already. And uh, it, it really will help. And we really appreciate it. Uh, as well as go to wisconsindrunkenhistory.com. That's where you can find uh, more information about not only the, the podcast, but also how you can uh, subscribe and be a supporter uh, through Patreon. So uh, we have a, a bunch of information uh, out there, and then as well as our uh, Tee Public, where you can buy some, uh, some you know, basically some, some really cool merch that has our logo on it that is another great way of advertising for us. Heck so. Yeah. Really appreciate all that you do uh, and all that you have done. It's been just about three years since this thing kicked off, it's man. It's pretty crazy. Uh, it it is. It feels like it's a, a brand new thing every time we get together, and we're just having a, a great time. So, and just just think about how much music we've had. We still got to put together that playlist with all the music because we had know. 146 songs, more than that because of our like collabs and stuff. I was just going to say so. the collabs, yeah, because this is you know episode 146. But in theory, it's actually closer to 150 with the different collabs and yeah, stuff that sure. we've already done. So there's an additional like four or five episodes on top that you know um, are unaccounted in the numbering system. Yeah, if you exactly. Will. Um, but 146 episodes, damn. Um, let's go ahead and jump in main segment here. 
The legend of bloody September. Yeah, so I went up to uh, central Wisconsin, kind of where this is located, uh, the Rap, if you will, the Rapids, Um, because this actually took place near Nacida, Wisconsin, which is kind of in that area. I thought they'd have a little more information, but unfortunately, I couldn't find too much. But we did reference the article by Rose Clark, um, The Legend of Bloody September, which I think kind of takes us where we want to go. And I think we're going to use that as a reference. To Bloody September. And this one's from the Juneau County Historical Society. When newspapers across the nation attacked the law enforcement and judiciary of central Wisconsin in 1869 from September 13th to September 25th, and within a 40-mile radius, two murders were swiftly followed by two lynchings. Wow. Pretty crazy. The day before the last lynching, another murder took place in Lemon Weir Mills businessman Richard H. Davis on September 25th, and a sixth murder took place near Nacida, Wisconsin, which is also central Wisconsin area. So let me get this straight. There's a lot going on here. This is the summary of the story. Yeah, we've got two murders and two lynchings all kind of packed in here uh, within, uh, what is that, from the 13th to the 25th, so we're talking about two weeks, and... Uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, after that last lynching, another murder takes place. This is a businessman, Richard H. Davis. What the hell? Who did yeah, they lynch? Here we go. So the story begins on July 27, 1849, when Schuler Gates, his wife, six children arrived to Kilborn, which we now know as Wisconsin Dells. When we've yeah. talked about that with uh, Bell Boyd, right? The yeah. Kilborn area. Yeah. He built a toll br- a bridge across the narrowest part of the Wisconsin River in the Upper Dells between what is now Blackhawk Island and Adams County. The bridge did much to open the present Juneau County to settlers. His wife died a few months later on October 12, 1849. Some years later, Gates opened a phot- phot- photographer business in Kilbourne, probably competing with H.H. Uh, H. Bennett at say the time. H. H. Bennett, yeah. In 1866, Gates began to sell his property and prepare for his retirement. He was in the 60s, and a few eyebrows were raised a year later in 1867 when he married a 23-year-old woman named Mary Ann Cusick, which were in this time, like, hey, whatever, dude, you're an old dude, you got some hot tail, some young hot tail, right? Yeah, he must weird, but like playing eyebrow- some Michael McDonald. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. If you got that album on, you can get anything. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Lacoste here, too. He had a Lacoste oh, t-shirt yeah, Gator on that chest. 1860s Lacoste. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> In 1868, Gates and his young bride embarked on a trip to visit Gates' daughter in Kansas. They loaded their belongings onto several small boats with $2,200 cash and marked bonds tucked into his money belt. They embarked down the Wisconsin River. While camping on an island in the river near Arena, they were attacked by two masked bandits. They pistol oh, fucking rascally bandits. They pistol whipped Schuyler and left him unconscious, then assaulted Marianne, tied her to a tree, and made off with the $2,200. Marianne struggled free and got her husband into the boat and b- brought him to a nearby farm. These fucking rascals, dude. He's Just pistol whipping shit. Jesus. Bunch of bastards. After being on the threshold of death for, for weeks, Gates recovered and was able to testify to a grand jury that he and Marianne had been attacked by the notorious Pat Wildrick and his partner in crime, Pat Welch. Oh, a couple of Pats, huh? Wil- Wildrick and Welch, dude. I don't know, fucking... Nah, nobody... Yep, yeah, Pat. Dude... <laughs> Wildrick was soon arrested and found to be carrying $1,100 in marked bonds. The case the case was held in Juneau County Circuit Court in 1869 fall term. Wildrick had the re- reputation of being one of the toughest, meanest outlaws in the territory. And really early, t- the bully boy is what they called him. He arrived in Juneau County in 1854-1855 and bought a farm in Summit, Wisconsin. He was not a farmer, but the leader of cutthroats, well known in the Wisconsin River Valley. 
and prior to her marriage to Gates, his young wife had been very friendly terms with Wildrick, which is probably why she probably gave him the heads up. I, I don't know for sure. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down here, So a buddy. short time before the attack on Gates, Wildrick had been released from a two-year prison term in the Wampum Penitentiary for assault and battery. Early September 13th, my birthday, 1869, Gates crossed the bridge to Saw County to pick cranberries. The bridge, the bridge tender conversed with him. Fifteen minutes later, two cohorts of Wildrick also crossed the bridge. About 8 a.m., Mr. Schmaltz, a Reedsburg farmer, reported a body on the road about three-quarters of a mile beyond the bridge. Mm. <laughs> Suspicious, huh? Wow. Yeah, citizens at once gathered and went to went to the spot. Among them, a new photographer, H.H. H. Bennett, who photographed, who photographed the body with six bullet wounds as it lay in the middle of the dirt, which is now Trout Road. Wow. Gates was buried in Spring Grove Cemetery, where his prominent gravestone to this day is inscribed with the words "Murdered." Not I, that's not a, that's not a great inscription on your tombstone. <laughs> I was just gonna say that, like, um, murder. I mean, maybe just Trumps. put like husband or something. Like, I mean, he was a decent guy. Yeah, murdered. he wrote fucking murdered. murdered. Shit. Maybe back then it was just common to to write maybe. what happened. You know, yeah. heart attack, <laughs> diabetes, shits. Murdered. <laughs> Fucking yeah, yeah. Cholera. Yeah, right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ridrick was in the Portage Jail for robbery. Most citizens were convinced that he had been the f- phony holdup to give him an alibi while his accomplices murdered Gates in order to prevent him from testifying against Wildrick at the trial, which, like I said, is pretty probably yeah. the case. And feelings were running high when Wildrick, short-tempered attorney William Spain, got into an altercation with the Portage with a fellow Civil War soldier named uh, Barney Britt. What a name, man. Fucking Barney Britt. Barney Britt, dude. Spain pulled out a pistol shot and killed Britt. Wow. That, that intensified horror. Oh. Pep. Uh, they, ah. went, they went from, hey, they were just having an altercation to murdered. You killed BB, dude. Barney Britt. He yeah, didn't you do anything fucking wrong. murdered Barney B, baby. And they had been bitter enemies and serving together in Company D, the 19th Wisconsin Infantry Portage Company during the Civil War. And hounded by a mob crying, hang him, Spain sought protection by surrendering to the portage marshal who placed him in lockup. The mob soon broke down the doors, dragged Spain into the nearest tree, and hung him. <laughs> this is, like, this intensifies so huge. What a decision. Time. Like, yeah. let's go to the jail, break this guy out and steal him, and then hang him. murder him. <laughs> the very next evening, Linden Station, Mostyn, Baraboo, Portage, and Kilbourne men were seen quietly gathering. They all seemed to be wearing overcoats and hats, low-lying over their eyes, though the weather was warm. Obviously, they don't want anyone to know who they are. The train to Portage was full as the stagecoach from Baraboo. A crowd testified to 125 to 150 men who gathered outside the jail in Portage. They forced, oh, forced open the door, tied up the sheriff and his deputy, found the necessary keys, and opened the locks to Wildrick's cell. With none of them rushing and shouting, they had accompanied the lynching of William Spain. The men grabbed Wildrick, placed a noose around his neck, dragged him out to the jail in a near nearby ravine, and hung him as well. Jesus. Yeah. Wildrick's father, Daniel Wildrick of Kilbourne, went to Portage to retrieve the body, putting his son in a coffin on a wagon. He started for Kilbourne, intending to bury him on the Catholic cemetery. He was refused burial because of like the reputation, obviously. Yeah, yeah and departed towards Linden Station. Patrick Wildrick is buried in St. Mary's Catholic Cemetery near Linden Station. The sixth murder took place in a marsh near Nasita on September 25th. Frank Provencal, a man of mixed blood, was shot by Bill Dandy. These names are... Dude, fucking Bill Dandy? What the fuck? He did a dandy job. Yeah, Bill Handy Dandy over here. A son of Chief Dandy. Pro- oh, good. Provencal was living in Petenwell, which is Lake kind of Petenwell. a central... Yeah, Lake Petenwell. Right by Nasita. Yep. 
and was well-known riverman. Dandy was brought to the trial in Mawson, but the jury could not reach a verdict. The state eventually dropped the charge, and the murder of Lemonweir Mills businessman Richard H. Davis still remains unsolved. Which is pretty crazy. I mean, it's it's. I, I think everyone kind of has that finger that they're going to point, right? Yeah. And I... I mean, the setup, the 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 money being stolen is obviously set up. I mean, the twenty three year old woman probably set that up since she was friends with Wildrick. She knew the guy had some cash, right? Yeah, like, that one's pretty obvious to me. But the fact that they just hung the bastard, pretty tough. I mean, it it is just uh, pretty. I mean, it's a crazy story for Juneau County, right? Uh, I, I just, I mean, this was like the fucking Wild West, man. I know, right? Like they just decide. I can't. I still cannot get over the fact that they just randomly decided. Like you know, it's the best idea for us to just go ahead and rip this guy out of here and just, just fucking hang him. hang him from the tree. So I mean, like you know how they put murdered on the one, they put hung yeah. this guy. Yeah, on hung. the other guy hung, <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way. Not in a good way. <laughs> it hung well. <laughs> well endowed from a tree. Yeah. Well endowed. Very hung from tree. But yeah, just a crazy story, and uh, actually, it was really cool that this, somebody sent this one to me. I, I didn't really know much about this, which I thought was really cool. Um, I did look for more information, but we decided on the article because there just really wasn't a lot of um, information. And thank you, Rose Clark and the Juneau County Historical Site, for letting us use this article because yeah, it's just kind of the. I mean, it kind of has all the details in it that you need, really. And you know, for me and Eric to sum this up, it wouldn't do any justice. So we, I think, referencing this article is probably our best way to sum this one up and just because you know the the lack of you know other articles or, or anything scholarly about it it just that you know who better than the historical society to and, compose something and when it comes to this area i mean like juno county um you're talking adam's friendship i mean i, I know this area very well i mean I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. i go there all the friggin' time wisconsin rapids friggin' time i go there a lot so i know this area very well i know all these locations it's just really crazy that this happened in this area because it's like so low-key and chill. oh yeah. yeah i mean there's like you people go up there for vacation just to get away you know well, that's, well and lake most Arrowhead. of that area is just like it, lake houses i mean the, the the majority of people that go up there are kind of like I don't want to say snowbirds, but you know, a lot of them go up there just for the summer to rock the, you know, rock the boat, man. Yeah, it's kind of like your affordable vacation spot. I mean, for yeah. people like in the south part of the state, it's kind of like you, maybe you have a place on Lake Arrowhead or Petenwell, or yeah. you have a small place where you go up there to visit in the summertime and enjoy the lake and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, something like this happening in that area just seems wild today. I it mean, is, yeah, very wild west feelings to it. So, yikes. All right, on to the music segment. And we've been wanting to feature this band since probably the beginning of our show. Yeah, I think this is definitely one of those uh, one of those ones that we it was kind of an early on you know addition to the to the list, and then uh, as time you know grew, on, I mean the list just kept getting you know serious yeah, and, and serious, and then people started sending in suggestions as well, and, and we like to kind of filter those ones back towards the top so that way you know people can hear their their suggestion early on but um yeah dead horses was uh, always one of those ones that we had kind of uh envisioned using and and we're finally getting around to it <laughs> yeah and i think i think the song's really fitting for the, like the article we talked about today kind of has that um, americana roots uh folk folkish yeah. music kind of wisconsin early days kind of settler music yeah just, just a just a great band all around yeah, so this uh, the, the song that we actually uh, uh, had, had chosen um, 
I think this album was released uh, right around 2017, 2018. Um, the, the album is called My Mother the Moon. Uh, and the song that we chose is Turntable. And uh, again, I mean, this is kind of that good country folk yeah, for vibe. Sure. I mean, just really, really good, uh, wholesome kind of Americana music, like you said, too. But it really is. This kind of feels like the the type of almost like somber song that you would hear after you know a town lynch is a fucking guy you know yeah <laughs> like this, this is you, I mean, you were right you were right it just i mean feels it, it kind of feels that way it kind of adds a little ambiance to our episode here which is pretty nuts well I, you know it, i can't be the only one that listens to a song or hears a song and just instantly thinks oh that would work really well in this case in a oh, movie oh yeah if this you know? like, if this was a movie like this could be in the background of it yeah exactly like, like after they bury the one dude, you know, like right, this is right. like the song that would play. Like they're you know? walking away from the lynch and then cut to, you know, the burial oh, of yeah. like the murdered guy. And like, then it's, you know, pans across the, you know, the tombstone murdered. And you're just like, <laughs> oh man, those this, damn rascals. They hit the song right Them on the rascally head. bandits. And this is that song. For sure. And uh, so we're going to jump right in here. Uh, again, this is Dead Horses Turntable. In the arms of a lover, in the arms of your son, you lay your breath heavy on not anyone. Won't you see for a while? Won't you rest yourself? You know it ain't such a shame to have lost yourself You know it ain't such a shame to have lost yourself Oh 
That was awesome. Yeah. Totally add the ambience to like the episode. Too. I know. And and as it was playing, we were we were like we actually went over in the corner and we just sort of like we played it out. Yeah, we, we def- played out the scenario. This is going to be a documentary coming out from yeah. the WDH from W. Like, the one, the one it's just gonna thing be a, you don't want to make a uh, a documentary. Yeah, for sure. It's just gonna be. It's just a whole bunch of cutscenes of like guy getting pistol whipped, and then like a gravestone <laughs> pan that says "murdered" on it. That's yeah. all it is. With a case that has twenty one hundred bu- or twenty two hundred bucks in there <laughs> yeah, and marked sure. bonds, like Jesus. Yeah, that's uh, that's us. I mean, we're it's, just uh, documentary filmmakers here. You know it. Um, but thank we, you again. We do uh, have friends that are actually like real. Like we have a lot of very ta- talented filmmaking friends, and we're not them, and that's not us. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, Frank. I can't even take Frank like a Anderson. Selfie, if you right? get on that, let us know though. We'll yeah, definitely, Frank. We'll definitely cut the soundtrack and stuff. For Do you. the Bloody Sunday thing. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should. That'd be awesome. I think so. And you could play uh, the the pedal steel. Oh, that'd be that'd that would be, be sweet. Sick. That's the perfect. As we heard in in this, I mean, you've got all the classic instruments. Yeah, you mandolin. Want. You got like yep the, every, that upright bass. Just uh, the I mean, acoustic guitar, just chugging chords. I think at one point, I think I heard somebody play a triangle. Nice. Um, in the very background, um, it very cool. I, I like mean, I dead said, horses I are awesome. Like literally every everything I've heard by them is like really good. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, my thoughts are too. Sorry, I was taking a drink of a that's, beer. A and uh, a, a nice beers. Speaking of uh, taking a drink of a beer, yeah, we got a. We actually have a beer. What the hell are we doing next? We got a beer from uh, uh, somebody who actually came on the show in an early episode from our friends over at Alt Brew. Yeah, Alt Brew, um, uh, Madison area, and uh, uh, what fantastically crafted uh, beers uh, that they make uh, are we drinking right now? We're actually doing the hiking boots Blondale today. I got my shit kickers on my hiking boots. And actually, the the logo's pretty cool. It's kind of like a cascading mountain in purplish color, purple and pinks. Uh, you got like a boot on the O, like a yeah, boot print. Yeah, you get a boot print because uh, the, the, the font uh, is that, that it's kind of like elongated. It's a long font. So the O's kind of look like zeros kind of where they're long. And the uh, boot print is actually the first O in boots. Yeah, and like it's it's a blonde ale coming in at four point seven percent ABV, super drinkable, kind of easy going. Four point seven. We're kind of keeping it light today, actually. Like the last, you we know, are. for our session, we're keeping I, it light. You know, some something about getting just repeatedly kicked in the nuts doesn't ever feel great. And uh, when we're sitting here trying to drink eight and nine percenters, man, that that can get a little rugged. So, oh yeah, the hiking boots. This blonde ale at four point seven is a, an absolute welcome. Uh, uh, sight because uh, the eight or nines as they're great sometimes are a little rugged so uh, this is a part of the annual uh, pink boots collaboration uh, brew day which is awesome yeah for the women brewers and stuff like that which is really cool i mean obviously we've had some of the like some of the first state women brewers on the show actually which is we did cool. yeah, early we, I on think, i think the first women, women yeah brewer. and actually like the cool thing about this one is like a huge blend of different hops and i, I was had, just gonna say yeah we had to look it up because like the the taste and the flavor is like some of the stuff we've never had yeah the cashmere uh we've had but autonum autonum citra uh, laurel citra and laurel. sabro oh my god i mean it's just a huge blend and it's adding like 
hints of like the herbalness, the citrus, obviously from the citra, you're getting some yeah. tropical very and actually like you're getting a little bit of like an aromatic of like kind of say, the woods. I was you just know? gonna say I'm 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 definitely getting kind of like this herbal and aromatic kind of kind of, thing of an going earthy on. smell to it as well, like being yeah. out in the wilderness, which is kind of probably why they needed hiking boots right, on right. top of that. But just another great beer. And I mean all brew does make like some ones that don't have like grains and they make some that are like actually okay for people with like celiacs and stuff they right, actually make right. some really cool beers this one by far is one of my favorites that i've had from them i mean we've had them on the show we've had a lot of their beers previously but this one has to be probably one of my favorites from them to be honest oh now. yeah oh without a doubt it's a super easy drink uh and and just like it like i said the 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 kind of subtle hints that that each thing is bringing to the table is uh is really really it's great it uh, super drinkable like I said and just delicious I mean it takes your mouth into different places yeah and, for sure and safe places yeah it doesn't exactly. take your mouth to weird places yeah and old brew like you know I used to find them a lot in the stores now I haven't seen them as much at, like at least the places I go which is kind of unfortunate up in Madison yeah, you really got to go Woodman's and um, um, High V, I think Liquor is where I found this one. It was up in Madison. Was High V? Oh, High V, yeah, 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 up in Madtown. There's a High V in Janesville now. I did know that. I've yeah, never they been took there. Took over yet. the Shopco. Haven't been there. Yeah, but I heard they have like a bar in there, and it's like pretty wild. It's like a full day experience. Yeah, I mean that's the thing you want when you go grocery shopping is to just end up at the bar and getting fucked up, getting trash while <laughs> someone else is shopping for you. I forgot the eggs and all the other groceries. <laughs> You're right. I haven't been there yet, but I know like when they opened up, there was like a massive line. It's like an experience, I guess, to go in there. Don't only don't, in only in Wisconsin. I, I, can, yeah, like, I the mean, opening of a grocery store be a fucking event. It was crazy. I mean, I I drove past. There was like just tons of people waiting to go in. It's I like, absolutely I hate grocery shopping. Oh, like you and me both. I mean, that's I like one it. of the last things I like to do. I don't. I how do I know what I'm gonna want to eat? You, and try, I'm, you I'm, try to plan for like seven days, but really, yeah. like you don't really know. You just kind of grab shit and throw it in a cart because you want to get out of there. Exactly. You know? And then you're like, oh, I forgot that because you're like, just like, hated the experience. Yeah. Who it's knows, like, man? Like I, 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 I just told somebody the other day, uh, like when I go to the grocery store, I find myself like almost running because you just and my shoulders are just to my ears. It's like. I, I, I come out of there and I'm so tense. It feels like I just like worked out because I just despise everything yeah. about it. It's like the only thing I look forward to is like when I'm shopping is like at the end when I get to go look at like the beer selection or like right. something that kind of like, oh, right. nice. That's something I can finally actually enjoy and like look at. You and know, it's like, does anyone else get super stressed out? About, I, I hate it. But about like the people trying to give you like samples. I don't it fucking not, stresses me out. It's not so much that. It's it's more of like the people that like have pay no attention and you're trying to get by. And well, like, that too, yeah. And they're in the middle of the row chatting and you just want to get the fuck out of there because yeah. you're like so stressed out. Like, and they, and, they, and they brought all of their kids? Oh, yeah, for sure. Jesus Christ. I just want to go home. Leave like, one of them or <laughs> two of them. Like, you didn't have to bring everybody. God, you know, the, the fuck. Uh, for shit's sake, the aisles are only so big and they're right. walking... And they're not paying attention. Nobody's paying attention. That's just honestly. it. Yeah, I mean, nobody like, has any common courtesy anymore. I just want to get the hell out of here. It's like, and then some old person's trying to, you want to try this maple sausage that you <laughs> microwave, and I'm like, no, I, I don't, I, I don't want to get the shits at the store, lady. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually no, I don't want to try your maple whatever sausage. I, I just want to get. I want to go home. 
It's like it's like they give you like one little sliver of pizza just to like get you interested. And you're like, I'm still fucking hungry. I like pizza. I know. So I don't have to try it to be like, yeah, that's pizza. Now I have to bring fucking wigs and stuff so I can get a full meal. <laughs> like, oh, I'm Tommy Jones. I'm I'm Gravy Dane. Like just Gravy come yeah, Dan. <laughs> Just fucking go around in a circle, coming up with new names and fucking disguises. <laughs> oh my god, Gravy Dan. That's a... <laughs> I'm Marco Robs. And just Marco fucking Rob, just coming yeah. up with new names. Is that like, Margot Robbie? Yeah, is just, that what you just I was just did? trying to random names here, like just coming up with new names. Bill Williams. <laughs> just fucking. Yeah, my just name's go, Will Billiams. Who <laughs> 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 fucking is Bill Williams when you go around as Will Billiams? <laughs> <laughs> my name's William Billiams. <laughs> <laughs> just, just trying to get as much pizza as you can for a free meal. It's like, sir. I, I, I recognize I it. I know who you the are. The shitty fucking mustache isn't working. <laughs> yeah, if you dude. just want another sample, just come and get it. Dude. Yeah, you can't You can't give yourself a mozzarella mustache and come back around. I know <laughs> you who you are, bro. You can't suck down some chocolate milk and get a fucking yeah. whisk, a milk whisker and come back around, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, <laughs> yeah, you can't just add new stains to your t-shirt and I know who you are. And like, why do you got to introduce yourself every time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, did you notice that everybody else that comes up here doesn't, doesn't tell me yeah. their name? You're the only one. Bill Williams, Will Williams. Like we're yeah. tired of this. Joe Rob, Rob Joel, Joe Joel. <laughs> you know, just Joe stop, Joe. Just stop. Rob Rob. Bill J. Just, Bill J. <laughs> just coming up. My name is Jay Bilson. <laughs> you get a full meal just from getting samples. Yeah. And like you're already stressed out, but yeah. somehow you're trying to get a free meal because you're high and you're just trying to grocery shop. And it's fine, you know. <laughs> just come over and get the sample. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. No, I'm not paying for it. You're baked. I mean, I just cooked this fucking pizza to get samples. Yeah. You can do whatever you and want. And you know, they, they always cook it in like the shittiest. Oh, like, yeah. Like toaster oven it's or like a, yeah or like exactly. a little like the shittiest pizza oven you can possibly get it's like so. a fucking easy bake thing that the like, from the 60s and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like what are you doing you shouldn't be cooking anything in there it's an electrical uh hazard like fuck but let me have some of that pizza already oh, yeah i'll take a couple god my name's sauce. william bills and <laughs> bill joe joe yeah. rob rob, rob I don't robinson know just give me the pizza lady all right and Quit easy baking it, okay? But again, check out hiking boots from Alt Brew. Yeah. <laughs> we went on a shitty tangent here, talking about samples at the grocery store and changing please, your name to Will Robinson. Please, please, that was so good. Uh, also, remember to check out hiking boots by Alt Brew. <laughs> That's after like a we big just went round on a, about a tangent uh, about getting samples and how the grocery store pisses us off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so go to your local grocery store and pick out Alt Brew. And it's like we just totally shit on fucking uh, grocery stores for the last half hour. Know, and then right? we're telling you, you should go to the grocery store and get some beer. Yeah, that's, that's kind of hard for yeah. teenagers. <laughs> Grab a seat, gather around, join us for a chat. How many locos you add? All right, folks, you know what that means. It's our time for our infamous how many locals you at? And we got a good one coming from Germantown in a hot pursuit here. We're talking fast and fucking drunkiness. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, fast and swervious. Uh, Germantown police chase woman arrested suspected of OWI. That's what we've got as the title to this whole mess. <laughs> see what we got going on. Uh, so the Germantown police department arrested a woman on suspicion of OWI after a chase, uh, and that was on the morning of Wednesday, October 5th. This was last year. And uh, police said multiple people reported that the woman uh, was honking her horn and screaming out of her window while driving around. 
um, parked buses at the Life Church. So this is a bunch of those, uh, uh, you know, little buses and vans that they use to transport people, you know, from the church and whatever. She's over there in the parking lot just fucking swerving, honking, creating a huge, you know, ruckus. Um, That was... Uh, seven thirty in the morning. Fucking thin diesel. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez, dude. Uh, at some point, she actually hit an occupied car, uh, and then drove off. Not a good idea. No. Um, officers actually tried to stop the car, but the woman did not pull over, and eventually a pit maneuver was oh, uh, attempted. That was over near Pilgrim Road. The woman's car actually wound up southbound in the northbound lanes and continued driving before a second pit maneuver was actually effective and stopped her on Mequon Road just west of Pilgrim. So she didn't make it very far from the original nah, one. Nah, not a good idea. Um, the woman was taken to the Washington County Jail. Uh, several cl- uh, criminal charges were actually uh, filed, uh, including fleeing, eluding police, OWI, and hit and run. Um, I mean, she's got a, a mountain to climb now. Yeah, for sure. Um, the parked buses at the church did not have any children uh, on them uh, or, uh, you know, nobody was hurt. So it was just kind of a more of a nuisance thing uh, than anything. It could have obviously turned, uh, you know, really bad really quickly uh, had there been anybody on those buses or anything. But, man, I mean, she's not allowed back in the confessional box. I'm guessing she's kind of no. done, done yeah. at this point. So, yeah, we're... there's no way she's getting to fucking heaven, bro. No, this is she took the highway to hell, dude. Northbound the southbound lane. You don't fuck with a Jesus bus. No. D- no. WWJD, not drunk and driving. Yeah, not you. Not a D, not a DUI freaking thin diesel. Don't even ask what I would do. You need to you need to just stop. Yeah. Like what the fuck? What I would mean, Jesus do? Not a DUI. Yeah, what would not Jesus, an Jesus do? Fucking call an Uber? Yeah. God dang. Uh so yeah, just really really Dumb, uh, really drawing uh, attention right to you. Germantown um, too, which is pretty upscale. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It shouldn't. It, you you definitely shouldn't. Definitely see wouldn't that think behavior. about it. Yeah, in, in Germantown you wouldn't think of that. But yeah, just a crazy story, man. I mean, I don't know. Like we don't have a lot of info though. We don't have like age or anything. We know that she went through a church parking lot, hit some parked buses, like yeah, drove off pit maneuver, northbound southbound pit lanes, twice. two pit maneuvers. Uh, here's the thing. I think, uh, uh, bitch, be crazy. She is. She's high up there on that limit. Um, middle, middle of the road. So are, this OWI may be a meth. OWI, I think that's actually a good point. I don't know. It says operating while intoxicated. Doesn't say liquor. Doesn't necessarily say booze. I'm thinking because of shouting out the window, there may have been basalts or meth involved. Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, I think you're right. And in order to do that uh, conversion, we're going to need our computer. Beaver, 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 beaver. For mathematics. <laughs> For mathematics. Yeah. So we did, uh, we put it in, we put all the information in. She and actually may be a thin diesel. Yeah. This actually may be a thin diesel, like a math a world thin diesel. Scabby Kathy. Scabby Kathy. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Face so we did. going on and all. Yes. Yeah. Open sores. Oof. So we do, yeah. We actually ended up coming up with the 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 math on this one for what, the math. What what came out of the computer? What spit out here? Fourteen. Fourteen loco. I think that's pretty she's accurate. On on this. Fourteen she's math on four- locos. She's. <laughs> it's bad. How many meth pipes do you need? I don't know. This is this ain't a light bulb. This is the real deal. Yeah, this, this is dude. Like, this is not a test, man. This is for real. <laughs> this chick. She was trying to report to heaven on just. Math. 
she was trying to get to heaven, but she went to, took the highway to hell, man. She was trying to go to Life Church to save her life, but ended up going the ACDC route, highway to hell, brother. <laughs> Sound the gavel, Eric. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch out for deer on your way home. home.